0: Welcome to Takramcast. Today we'd like to introduce you to a new member of the London studio, Yona. We hope to hear some of his personal stories behind before joining Takram, his interesting approach of combining historical context with design perspectives, some of the projects he has worked in Takram so far, and hopefully more stories of him that I myself look forward in discovering. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Yona. Yay! Hello. Would you like to give a bit of quick introduction on yourself? Yes.
1: Yeah. So I'm a Danish uh, researcher and technologist, um, who yeah I've been at TACAM for about three, four months mm-hmm. now. And yeah,
0: you first came to us in January, if I'm not mistaken, as an intern. <laughs> so it has been almost half a year. Indeed. <laughs> Time flies. Even during the lockdown you have been together with us, which has been great. Mm-hmm. Could you share a bit of your stories on your experience with your education? Because I think there's quite a bit of interesting story with the mm. background of your education.
1: Mm. Yeah, so I I come to Takram with experience uh, studying history as mm-hmm. well as with programming. Mm-hmm. And I was for the last for the four years before joining Takram, I was in this uh, university where I was first of all allowed to study programming and history at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while doing that, I also um, I was part of this program where you you get to study in different places. So over the last four years, I've been in seven different cities and different in four different seven. continents. Uh, yeah, so got to travel around a lot, mm-hmm. sort of. I think that was very formational for me as I was building kind of an understanding of the world and and kind of why why something like why technology needs to be put into a historical perspective and mm-hmm. designed to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you explain a little bit of maybe give us a, one of the examples of which cities you visited and some of the findings, or some of the things that you thought was interesting during your time there. Hmm.
1: Yeah. So, one of the cities uh, I lived in for four months was Buenos Aires. Okay. Um. So yeah, capital of Argentina. Um, city with a very rich history mm-hmm. and also a culture where, where history is regarded highly. When mm-hmm. you, When you many Argentinians, you meet. Uh, you often end up talking about history and kind of the the perspectives uh, Mm -hmm. there are Uh, so the things that stick me with me from from buenos aires is is we lived in retiro which is one of the central um, business districts Mm -hmm. of of buenos aires um but and and history was incredibly present uh, in this neighborhood so just just maybe five hundred meters from where we lived was the uh, the national the biggest uh rail station railway station in in the country um and the railways that 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 expand out from that railway station uh, mm-hmm. shape the city mm. in, in you know it's ten track railway uh, <laughs> station you come out and right. and and, and just immediately like when you leave the train station with the train, you can see on one side you have the ri- the richest neighborhood in, mm. in all of Argentina, and on the other hand, you ha- on the side you have the the biggest slum of, of of Buenos Aires. Right, right. Um. So. Just. And you can you know you can look into the history of the train station. Uh, all the metal used, uh, and the beams used for the roof, it was shipped uh, from England. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the First World War, uh as a gift, as part of a gift to gift. Buenos Aires uh, <laughs> or Argentina, as far as I know. um So it has kind of this structure that that has been there mm. for around 100 years, has right. ended up shaping the city fabric in an mm. incredible way. So that's just uh, yeah, one example of, of how you know, yeah, going to these cities and seeing how how history has shaped shaped it really it was really informational hmm
0: yeah. interesting yeah now that you've joined Takam we see you as like a perfect fit but how did mm. you even come across Takam to begin with why did you first get interested in what we do as a practice mm.
1: yeah so after graduating college I was very much aware of, I mentioned it a little bit so far. The, the the importance of of being able to contextualize technology and design. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like being able to to look at the history of things and the context around it, and and really sort of make that influence the design you're making, or the thing you're you're constructing. Mm-hmm. Um, practically i was looking for, for for a place that would allow me to on one hand engage in design like more traditional design activities mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. programming and while also giving leaving space for doing deep dives uh, in terms of research mm-hmm. uh, really creating good foundations uh, for 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 these design activities
0: mm-hmm.
1: i so, I was looking around for organizations that would allow me to do that. Right. And and I found Takram, I think, just searching around. Uh, and, I mean, the first thing that stood out was the focus on the design engineer. Right, um, right. As as the kind of the, that's the, still, I think still today at Takram, it's the role that most people have in the organization. Mm-hmm. And it is thought of as a multidisciplinary Role where you you have deep uh, expertise mm-hmm. in at least one, mm-hmm. but ideally more uh, areas, mm-hmm. um, and I really liked that. Uh, so that was what it made me what made me apply because I thought mm. this this was a community that that really valued the the synthesis mm. of these diff different disciplines.
0: Hopefully, you're kind of seeing those ideal shapes of TAKAM come to shape with some of the projects. Mm, I think we'd love to introduce one of your projects to the audience as well. Nurturing a Multilingual Culture at TAKAM, it's a piece you, including other members of TAKAM, wrote on a technology that you developed within TAKAM in, I think, one of the first weeks of mm. your coming as an internship. Okay. Would you like to explain a little bit, bit about this medium article as well as some of the background stories behind it?
1: Yeah. So, so one of the the first projects uh, that I started as an intern and later as as a member mm-hmm. was this. Practically, was working on on a Slack bot that, are, that allows you to translate uh, messages in Slack to other languages. Mm-hmm. Um, on a more abstract level it's 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 a it's an effort to to make takram as as a, as an organization and, and then the culture takram mm-hmm. um, inviting and open to to many languages mm-hmm. ideally we would want to have many languages present in, mm-hmm. in, in takram so for example like takram becoming an international design studio doesn't mean that 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 now suddenly English has to be the only language used, or yes. everybody who joins Takram, he needs to be able to speak Japanese. Yes. Um, so as someone who doesn't speak Japanese, there's, this was a very, I think, very, very good project. First mm-hmm. project for me, is, it was, I had to kind of, what what, what do I need? What, what tools and, and things could I make mm-hmm. to make myself feel at home mm-hmm. uh, in in, in an organization where English is not always the language mm-hmm. that's used. Um, and I think what was very nice to experience was just like Takram. Um, uh, the culture at Takram, it really appreciates the synthesis of discipline, disciplines, mm-hmm. uh, the first, like the, the assumption was that, that like, oh, we want to have Multiple languages existing in one space mm-hmm. instead of kind of siloing, creating silos of like yep. different Slack spaces or different mm-hmm. Slack channels based on language, mm-hmm. and I think that's really, I think that that's really a really nice vision for mm-hmm. for the culture, uh, like spanning beyond la- like understanding beyond language. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we have this this tool, this this um, Slack bot now that can translate. Uh, and we wrote an, a media master kind of explaining why this matters a lot, and yep. and why the, the, this, this Slack app is—it's only one instance of coming out of this larger effort to make to make Takram welcoming to to, mm. to different to a wide variety of people. Mm.
0: Yeah. So to give a bit more context, this is one of the experiments experiments that we did along this task force. That's what we call it called H.O. Hacking the organization and although Slack is our main communication tool we wanted to come we we didn't want to just use Slack we wanted to utilize it at its full potential that obviously includes trying to find different ways in which we can utilize Slack in the way it kind of provides but also creating new tools so that we can make Slack our own and obviously at the moment Slack doesn't support multilingual kind of Environments basically, you know, there, there's one channel for everything, there's no way to kind of switch languages. Does at the same time, we've over the years we've kind of experimented with different things like creating an English only channel, which was good, which worked, but at the same time, we lost that multi diverse kind of cultural, the layering of different people, you know, the channeling of different languages happening in the same space, offering that diversity. And so, yeah, your work has really kind of gave light to that aspect. And hopefully you saw that diversity and kind of multi perspective coming in with that project.
1: It's also been really nice. I think we had that a little bit. So I, I worked on the Slack app mm-hmm. and that kind of inspired you to yep. to make your own little environment for mm. translating into multiple languages. And so I think that back and forth has also been really nice between members.
0: Mm. It is really like a prototyping of culture through technology, which I guess kind of come, kind of crossovers with your interest of history and the context and the technology all in one mm. space. Mm. Um, what are some of the things that you aspire to do in Takram now or in the years to come? Mm.
1: Yeah, so having gotten to know Takram a bit, more Mm -hmm. in the last months i i really look forward to developing deeper expertise Mm -hmm. in my different interests uh, together with other members of takram and Mm -hmm. doing projects and and i mean that will definitely show in in the projects i do but i also hope that i can be active in sharing my knowledge inside and outside Mm takram maybe that means writing a book or uh, making some kind of syllabi available or, or hosting events but I mm. think that kind of being yeah that depth deepening of expertise is something I just I think I and I think has a, it's, it's a nice environment mm. to do that at least that's my impression
0: <laughs> mm. yeah I hope you get to do that too what we love about Yona is so over the time of the lockdown he has grown so many new things in his room which we could kind of see through the little window of zoom would you like to explore and Mm. kind of explain a little bit about your cosmos of little (laughs) things you've been experimenting with it it kind of happened before even the lockdown right it started happening before the lockdown and i think it was
1: actually uh, related to the Takram project we did about kind of sustainability so it's one of those examples where you you do a design project mm-hmm. and it kind of it's one of those projects that kind of changes the way you see the world and mm-hmm. how where your priorities lie so so yeah since february in our apartment we've definitely we've, we've been exploring how to grow food in Mm. our in our fifth story apartment (laughs) uh full utilization (laughs) every window ledge (laughs) exactly so that means yeah like putting like yeah having tomatoes in all Mm. in all your windows and putting up extra shelves in your Mm -hmm. windows so you have two levels um of of kind of where you can put plants uh, (laughs) and you know having your potato plants expand into the stair- stairwell and you have to like knock on your neighbor's door to ask is it okay we have potatoes out here like we can we can share some of the potatoes with you when we harvest them <laughs> is it okay <laughs> do you want to dig them together <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i think yeah so so now it's yeah it's become part of the meeting routine for some of the projects mm. to like how 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 is your tomato doing yeah. <laughs> how is the potato doing like sorry i can't i can't uh, lift them up anymore because they're so heavy and tall and I have to (laughs) go to and show them, yeah. Uh.
0: What is it with your obsession with food and kind of growing them? Because you originally started out with kimchi, right? Mm. So when Yona joined, he he wasn't in UK, so he moved to UK to join us as an intern. And then Mm. like three weeks after settling in, you started doing the kimchi, the (laughs) fermentation process, which was already quite surprising. You're already exploring something completely new in your environment. And we thought that was quite good. And then weeks after, you started growing plants, which is even more surprising. Is there something that you're obsessed about in kind of growing the food or Mm. kind of taking back these food culture or industry to your hands? Mm. What is the driver of these Mm. movements that you're doing (laughs) and actions? I think
1: like, I think food is one, is, is a good example of, you know, food, food is an egg, yeah. So, that that's you make food that you eat. That there's mm. a whole culture around eating mm. and how much time do you spend to eat? Mm. Uh, where do the things you eat come from? Who prepares the food? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the whole, yeah, where, where does thing come from? Like, are they are they local um, ingredients? Have they been shipped yeah. over oceans? So I think it's one of those um, concepts that are very local, but also at the same time, the, your your local practice of food making has connections, hmm. like networks of connections leading hmm. out to the rest of the planet. So in that way, it's like. I guess, I feel like this is a very designerly way of, of of talking about it, mm. but it's like engaging with food is a very fundamental It's a it's a part it's a fundamental part of all humans' lives. Mm-hmm. And I think it's 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 very, very, very valuable for you to explore that and question question the the assumptions that go into the food systems that everybody mm. are a part of and and I, I think the whole thing of growing food in my own apartment and fermenting myself is 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 trying to be critical about that. Mm. And and I think there's also a whole thing about embracing multi species presence. Mm. So so like (laughs) we had this talk in my apartment the other day about uh, not not um, calling each other by like singular pronouns because all all people are full mm-hmm. of bacteria and, <laughs> and like there are millions of organisms that are part of me yes, yes. so of course man, we, we still call each other by our, by our preferred pronouns but i think it's sort of that kind of shift in, mm. in perspective that and and how it's it's it's, it's entanglement with food that it, it's sort of it's a very important kind of investigation to, for me interesting
0: yeah. what was the proposed alternative of calling names youths? yeah like
1: they we yeah <laughs> oh, yeah exactly it's like how do they feel this morning like plural hmm. like <laughs> like <laughs> the, the collection amalgamation of organisms that hmm. make up jonathan <laughs> jonathan yes like and like the, the whole thing with plants is also mm. like extending going on your body like if you if you mm. view, if you view your apartment as, a, as an ecosystem right yes i think it's
0: uh, yeah <laughs> it is an interesting thought and it's i think what i really like about your approaches and your thinking is that there's always a very grounded yet explorative and designerly way of approach to whatever you mm tell us and kind of think and I really love that Mm. which kind of leaves me to ask this final big question to you what is it about design that excites you the most and Mm. what is it that you're drawn to about design I guess Mm. yeah
1: for me design is it's it's the area where I feel like the most of my interest manifests. Mm-hmm. So we have talked a lot about kind of the historical considerations, mm-hmm. but design is this powerful process where like worlds are made like, and what determines what gets made mm-hmm. is it's of course, it's historically mm-hmm. contingent, but it's also, Things come out of social and community practices, so in that way, kind of, yeah, design is, is just an incredibly powerful term mm. to me. Uh, that I think once I, I started understanding what design is, it mm-hmm. was very hard for me to kind of choose choose another uh, uh, it kind you just of fell sector. In love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I really think so. I also think. It's one of the fields that there's a need to to bring in for example greater historical Mm -hmm. sensibility Mm -hmm. Uh, so i also feel like i feel like there are things i can contribute Mm -hmm. with um that could benefit the the field as a whole Uh, because as powerful designers it's also i think it's 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 difficult to practice well Mm -hmm. and it's it's more political than it looks at first Mm -hmm. and that kind of comes with great i think responsibility
0: so yeah interesting thank you so much for joining Yona. thank you that's it for this episode of Cast. thank you for listening if you liked what you just heard follow us on itunes spotify Soundcloud or wherever you're hearing to this episode as well as our official Twitter account at Takram that's spelled T-A-K-R-A-M. We're on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Also if you have any opinions, feedbacks, requests on Takramcast please comment on social media with the hashtag hashtag Takramcast. We love hearing your feedback and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Bye bye!